This week's Video Gamer UK podcast is sponsored by Traybro. Traybro is a free mobile application dedicated to connecting gamers across the world. Often described as the Tinder for gamers, Traybro are on a mission to match gamers with their perfect gaming ally. Hello and welcome to the Video Gamer UK podcast. If you're not having a good day, I hope this turns it around. My name is Simon Miller and today I'm joined by Alice Bell, Hello. Stephen Burns Hello. and Tom Ori. Hello. I haven't been on this podcast, but it feels like 72 years. It's been a while. I know, I'm sure some people are like, oh great, look who's back. No, they're, that up, guy. they're upset when you're, when you're not yeah. hosting oh, it. I don't know about that. And then when Jim hosts it, they're like, what's going on with Jim? What's happening here? Why is he talking about his friend's penis again? It does go off on tangents, but I imagine some people, people like tangents. Some people really like it. Yeah, yeah people like people tangents. Like they like to. It's like a journey that you don't know. It's like if you got in the car to drive down the motorway, but you weren't one hundred percent sure where you were going, and you ended up on a lovely beach. Yeah. Ooh, well, I did. Right. I saw a comment from someone once who was like, "Simon's really matured into an amazing podcast host." Once, so someone said that about me. Yeah, it was really wow. nice. Wow, look at that! Now the pressure is on, yeah. and I feel terrified. <laughs> Tom, how are you? Fine. Well, good, right? There we go. <laughs> I'm really enjoying Tom today because his microphone sounds amazing in my ears. Yeah. Making me feel excited. Sure it's not and good. the headphones that you're wearing. Um, I don't know could about be. that. It could just be broken. Oh. Well, no, because if it was the headphones, we'd all sound amazing. And he's just singled out Tom. Well, maybe maybe the headphones got a secret Tom Ori button on them. Have you thought about that? They are special. Well, they headphones. are new headphones. Maybe exactly. they were exactly. built with Tom. Tom, you signed any licensing deals recently? <laughs> <laughs> what, that make, make my voice sound better? Yeah. Yeah. Loads. And don't forget that this week's Video Gamer UK podcast is sponsored by Trey Bro, which we all know is the greatest company name ever made. <laughs> it's like a matchmaking service where you can get all your friends together and then go play games. And who doesn't want that? It's like this. It's like this podcast. We've all come together to talk about games. Mm-hmm. Trey Bro is the matchmaking video game. friends. Are you saying that we're not your friends? Oh, my. I just thought I'd be a bit awkward. Oh, well, well thank you like, for that, Tom. I think if you are a bit awkward like Tom, Trebro will, will find people <laughs> that you don't know to, to play with if you don't have any friends. There you go. Oh. We are Trebro, and Trebro is us. The first game I want to talk about today is Star Fox Zero, simply because the embargo... Right, if you're a patron, you're getting this on Tuesday. So the embargo is tomorrow. But if you're a normal person, (laughs) you're getting it on Wednesday and the embargo's about to break. So I thought it'd be nice to kind of pepper this in if you listen straight away and you can kind of... I can't talk about it too much, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there are preview things we can talk about. You can just call it a different name. I do that all the time. That's true. But you've played... I mean, the first level you've played, the first level of the game. (laughs) It's fucking rubbish. Yeah. (laughs) It's not rubbish now. We'll take the first level. That way we're not breaking any laws, right? Now, you played the first level six months ago? Uh, Not more. Long time now. So I don't really know what's changed. It could be every chance is exactly the same and you just happen to not like it and I do. It probably is that. That's but probably... <laughs> it feels very much like a modern day Star Fox game. Like, it's very easy to control. Did you so have... It's totally different. If it, if it was easy to control, it's totally Did different. Did you have the two different <laughs> options when it came to control? Yes. So it's basically you move it when you're firing or you, or you move it all the time. You had that. Uh, yeah, there was there were a couple, but they they none of them w- really worked. And I think everyone who played it because it went back, didn't it? It was yeah. meant to come out, and then everyone went well. And then we need more time to think about it. Well, I imagine then the controls are the same, and they've just been tightened. Because yeah. I mean, I'm not. Well, if you didn't crash into everything while playing it, no, then, not at all. Yeah, it changed. must be drawn back a bit. Then I don't know how the best way to explain it, but I much prefer it when it is just motion when you're firing. So you basically move your reticle fire yeah. button. As opposed to the default, which is no matter where you move your gamepad, the ship goes. Yeah, but it's impossible to control. Even now. then, I guess because you can still control everything with the two sticks. If you like hold your gamepad quite solidly, you kind of stay on a, on a straight path. So that may, that mostly feels like if you really want to aim at something in particular, then you use the the motion. Especially if you turn it to a firing only, which is what I chose. Because mm-hmm. the reason I wanted to bring it up is in relation to the first level. The chicken stuff is <laughs> unwieldy, unwieldy. Like it is, it's like actually controlling a chicken that's just been told you're about to become like you know a breast. He's like, no, and he runs around. You're like, control it, control it. The chicken stuff. So basically, you can when you're near the ground mm-hmm. or, or certain sections, and when you can replay, it, I think Do you, you get little legs on your plate. Yeah, you push. Oh X, my I god, think it is, and little legs grow out, and you can run around. <laughs> it looks like a chicken. That sounds so stupid. Well, it's Nintendo, isn't it? It's Nintendo nonsense, but it is. Difficult to, to say the least. I'm mm. really intrigued to see what anyway. This is related to the first level only. Okay. But I'm really intrigued to see what people think about that because it really does feel like cliche time, like a, a game of two halves. 
in the sense that you're in the, the R wing. And you're like, oh, this is cool. This is Star Fox. We're you. It looks nice. Cause it, 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 looks like, it looks nice enough. Like, it's not the best looking game you'll ever see. But then you get in the chicken and you're like... <laughs> And you're like, it does honestly feel like someone has told the chicken is about to die and you've got 10 seconds to get away, see how much you can control it. And it, it, it's very, very strange because one thing I do really appreciate is it tries to be, tries to keep you guessing constantly. It's not just you're in like old Star Fox game, our wing, level, 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 level. It's like, oh, now you're in this thing and now you're doing that. And it tries to, and it comes up with some really cool set pieces. There's one halfway through the game, which I won't spoil, which is really quite epic and quite Star Wars-y almost. But then you're back in the chicken and that constant thing of knowing it's coming and you're like, I don't know. I don't know when the chicken's coming, but I know it is. And the chicken literally ties in in the best part of that set piece I just mentioned really? as well. You have to use the chicken. Oh, so no. that kind of takes away from it because you're like, if I hadn't had to run around like a farmyard animal, I think I would have preferred it. But I'm intrigued to see. I'm not 100% sure my opinion is going to be uniform across everyone. I'm really intrigued to see if anyone managed to tame it or not. But that was, but I definitely think it's better than what you told me, or I just have a completely different take on it whatsoever. I don't know. If it works, I mean, it was, it was very, very poor. Mm. And I think even the, uh, the Nintendo reps knew it. (laughs) Uh, Everyone I spoke to there was, was like, did you play Star Fox? Well, I mean, play it as maybe two grand a term. But yeah, they were really focusing on the gamepad to kind of steer or use, you know, that that weird combination of stuff. And playing it at an event as well, I'll, I'll give them some leeway here, <laughs> is that playing it at an event, you know, after you've been on the show floor for quite a while and yeah. you play loads of stuff for it and you have to stand up and use it and all of all of these excuses, which are very, very flimsy right now. But, you know, I thought it was... Uh, and then every time you try to turn... Oh, just hit a canyon wall because you fly through. Then the demo I played, you flew through, flew through the canyon. And yeah, there was yeah, a this big, first level, yeah. Yeah, it was a big like reactor at yep. the end, and then you went inside something else and turned into chicken chicken chip. Yep. And the chicken bit was was better because you're on solid ground then, and you could move. You, could, you knew what you were doing, and it was so. It was actually quite embarrassing because I had to keep <laughs> on asking the Nintendo man to please reorientate the fucking camera because I can't play it in gamepad mode and he was like don't worry well there's <laughs> no one can. there is a lot of that there's a lot of going from TV screen to gamepad probably more than any Wii U game I've ever played it's like Guitar Hero it is <laughs> like that looking down. I mean all you have to do is like because sometimes the calibration does go out as you'd expect and you just I think I keep saying X it's not X but you push a button on the pad and that recalibrates it and that becomes a huge use like I was using one thing I just couldn't control it looked at the pad whacked it sent it it's okay that's fine um, but there is really, there really is a lot of look at the screen, mm. look at the pad, and it kind of works because especially when you hold ZL or whatever the damn buttons on the Wii U are to focus on your target, and then on the TV screen you kind of get your cinematic angle where it will lock on to where you need to be, and you kind of steer almost at the front of yeah. the ship if it's behind you. But then you have to move to the gamepad, obviously, because no one could steer like that. Well, you mm. may be able to, but it's, hard. it's like when you try and steer in Grand Theft Auto when you hit the cinematic button. Yeah, it oh, looks yeah, cool, yeah. but it's really hard to do it. And that can be a bit weird because you think, why am I jumping back and forth? <laughs> mm. But it, you do get into a rhythm with it. It is, I'd imagine the delay must have been to make these controls feel better. That must be the only reason they have done it because yeah. when I was flying through the canyon, it almost fell on rails to a certain yeah. extent. So you couldn't really smash into anything because it was almost guarding you where to go. And then when you get to the big reactor bit, I can't remember what they call it now, it's basically like an open section where mm. it will no longer hold your hand and you have a certain area to fly around in. If you go too far, it will just swing your ship back. And that's, that's why it kind of worked for me. You have the open areas where you can go nuts. But if you're flying through them more, like the original Star Fox was, it will kind of guide you to where you need to go. Yeah. And you kind of just focus on killing things and doing, and doing cool stuff as and when. I, I, like, I like it. <clears throat> Excuse me, I really like it. I, it's not the greatest game I've ever played in the world. It's certainly not the best game on the Wii U. And it kind of, I mean, it's made by Platinum, which means it's probably better technically than you'd imagine, but it lacks that Nintendo kind of wow. But I think it's all right. I tell you what's not all right. No, I can't say that. But the thing that may or may not come with it is not... Well, who knows? The instruction manual? Who no, knows? Yeah, the instruction manual. Anymore. The instruction manual is an interesting accomplice. <laughs> I don't know what that is. That's all I'm going to say. I don't know what that is. But I look forward to reading it. We'll talk about it. Yeah, if you, if you want more, I think it's 2 or 3 p.m. on Wednesday. There'll be a video. There'll be an article on, on Video Gamer. And we'll, we'll readdress it on the podcast next week. But definitely after what I'd heard a few months ago whenever, yeah, it's decent. It's decent enough, and I think the delay uh, probably... I want to play it now. I want to see how much they've improved. Not because I don't believe you, 
Well, it, it may, may such no, a state I it, yeah. that I want to see. You may play and go, Miller, you're well off. I don't know. <laughs> it's what the I, same build. <laughs> what I do like, yeah. What I do like is all the levels are obviously divided up into planets and they're really brief and they're really quick and that just makes it feel very replayable because you know that level's only going to take you, you know, eight to ten minutes. And I like mm. that. It's, it, there's something about it. It makes it feel, yeah, just, just good. It's a good, Fair it's good thing. Okay, that's, that's Star Fox out of the way. Done, dusted, we'll get to that later. VR, I've got here and written on my list. Is apparently <laughs> something we want to talk about. Yeah. Now, everyone's played VR apart from me. I mean, I've used PlayStation VR and the Oculus, but we've got the, the so, Vive. The Vive. Yeah. And everyone seems to be like, well, well up on it. It's well good, isn't it? Not well, anymore. I, like, I was not Oh, wait, anymore. why not? Why do you like it, Tom? Just it feels a bit too much like hassle now. You do need an assistant. You need Asshole so, or hassle? Hassle. All oh, right. You, do, you need to be dressed, basically. So you need someone... Dressed? To, well, you mm. need to, someone to put the thing on, the help you put the thing on and kind of set the wires The helmet. A bit. Yeah. And then you need someone to put the headphones on if you're not using buds and stuff. And then... Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because the connection, the headphone jack is attached to the back of the, oh, head, the headset. Mm. So you have to sort of it's easier to get someone to just do it for you that sounds a lot less smooth you than can, the then, you can do it you but can it awkward, but it's awkward and, and then you have to if you if you're not in a game that's showing you where the controllers are you have to either remember where you put them or get someone to hold them or it's so this you, doesn't sound as cool as everyone's an, been making out it's well cool but it is well i don't know if i think it's well cool because it's actually well cool or if because i'm just like oh, it's a whole new world <laughs> like <laughs> well, it is isn't it yeah aladdin got it right but i don't know how good it actually <laughs> is i don't know if i'm sorry i've got a cold so i keep That's coughing okay. when i love. but i do like just the headset stuff this is a bit more than that but all the headset control yeah. stuff i've played has been i love it this seems a bit more Oh, not over the top, that's not the right word, but more like throw your Better. whole body into it. Some some of the stuff is really the valve stuff. The the valve lab. Yeah, it's amazing. Is amazing. What's that? I don't know what the valve so lab it's is. Like, it's, well the valve lab is basically like I guess like a, a kind of it, it demonstrates everything that is possible with the Vive, I guess. So it it's a little it's Oh, okay. It, and is it, it made by Valve? Yeah, so right. it look cause so Va- Valve has partnered quite heavily with the Vive, yeah. I think. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's Steam VR, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. So the Steam oh, course, VR stuff. Yeah. So they made um Actually made a game. They made a Stopped game. Stop being a shop for a while. Uh called <laughs> called The Lab. <laughs> so bizarre. Yeah. <laughs> and uh and it loads up and you're in like a little it's supposed to be like a lab in, I guess, um Aperture Science where they're testing VR ah, stuff. Okay. So you're in your little helmet and you can walk about the lab a little bit and there's a little robot dog who'll come up and be like, you know, pretend bark at you. <laughs> and then you can do like there's loads of stuff you can do little archery. And then you can it's go... Like mini games then. Yeah, yeah, little yeah. mini games to sort of demonstrate the stuff that is possible with the, the vibe. But the best one, well, the one I liked most was there's one where you can just go and like, you'll just be standing on a mountain and you can just walk well, around. So you just look around. Yeah, I thought That it was would really be cool. the best stuff because the immersion of that is what sells it. It's the simplest one, but it yeah, is yeah. the one that feels the most like yeah. you're there. But Burns, you really like the robot... Um, Maintenance one. Is that yeah. yeah. That doesn't sound good on paper, does it? Robot <laughs> maintenance. With the with, uh, the lab, so that's the their tech demo, it, uh, it gets the... So it's room scale, that's the difference between this and Oculus and PSVR. So you can, if you've got a big enough room, uh, you can walk around in that room. So our studio is fairly big. Uh, you actually have to walk, don't you? You, don't, you, don't, you can teleport using the thing if your room isn't big enough right. or you don't want to. But the fact that you can just walk around, and it is very cumbersome, as Tom was saying. What if you walk into the wall? Well, yeah, someone did uh, did, (laughs) did, uh, nearly put the uh, controller through the television at one point. But at the same time, Valve is clearly, you know, it's really thought about how not just room scale works in terms of can I walk here, but how the proportions of the environment work. It's a very boring way of saying everything is the size and shape which you anticipate it would be if mm. you were actually in a full Matrix-style thing. So you walk up to stuff and like, okay, it not only looks like a table, but if, you know, in your brain, you're like, oh, it feels like there's a table there. And after a while, what you start doing is, so you can see the controllers in, in VR space and everything's mapped one-to-one. The input is, is incredible. There's no lag at all. And so you start to think, because you can see these things in 3D space, that they are obviously 3D objects. And so everything around them must be, because your brain has to you know, yeah, compartmentalize yeah. that. So you start trying to put the controllers down on virtual tables. Tom does that a lot. And dropping mm. them onto the floor. But what, what a statement. Like, what a thing to say that VR... I mean, that's the whole point, isn't it? To, to yeah. lose yourself in it. And then that's what it's yeah. It doesn't even have to be... Because then one of the other games that we've tried out is Job Simulator. And that isn't, doesn't <laughs> I mean, look... It doesn't look realistic in any way. It's a very kind of... 
almost like cartoony version of like various different job scenarios. Mm. One of them is like working in a cafe. Oh, that's so funny. I and, always talk, um, try and make a cup of tea in like 10 real. minutes. <laughs> it doesn't look real at all, but you still get the feeling you're there. And even though you're, like, you're in a little, fairly small room and you have to kind of uh, manipulate things to change the the machine to be like a cooker or a sink or whatever else. And I had to make crumpets and a cup of tea. It was really funny. Nice. He was and going, I who did... keeps bacon in the fridge? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, like... More bacon in the fridge. Oh, the freezer. It was in the freezer. He was really angry. Can you freeze bacon? I don't eat bacon. Yeah, you can. can. I wouldn't cook it from frozen. That's just mad. (laughs) (laughs) VR, man. It's the future. Arguments about bacon. Like Burns said, there were points where I definitely tried to put the controllers down on the the kitchen surface. And um, I think the one thing, I think it's amazing. Like when you're in it and it works, it's really, really good. But it's like we have a room that we could clear out almost like entirely and have a really yeah. big space. And we've got room to put up, like, the Vive uses these two cameras oh my God, that go yeah, either yeah. side of the room, essentially. It's very complicated. We've got those mounted on tripods that we happen to have in the office. Oh, they didn't come. Oh, I no. thought the no, tripods yeah. came so they, with it, right. Well, they came with wall mounts. So, yeah, to so, like, you get your, like, say, 10-year-old boy convinces his parents to buy this for him. Rich ten, Rich year, ten old year old boy. Yeah, yeah. And then he arrives and he goes, all right, Dad, you've got to screw this into the wall. You've got to screw this into the wall, preferably <laughs> higher than two metres off the floor and no further than it's five like, metres apart. I it, don't... It's really cool, but I just think most people don't know yeah. how much of an effort it's going to be to... Yeah. Particularly the Vive, I think, because of the room scale stuff has all this extra stuff with it. Why is it such a departure from like the Oculus and the PlayStation 4 headsets? This seems like a completely different take on how to do it's it. It's a room scale stuff. Yeah, and it is. So literally, there is. That is literally. It knows where yeah. you are in a 3D space more yeah. than just yeah. like looking around. But I think I, I actually think it. Well, it's going to be like the PlayStation VR and the Oculus style stuff. You can do that on the Vive as well. Just basically sitting there with a the controller. That's all supported. Mm. I think that stuff is more likely to catch on in the short term because it's just easier. Yeah. And but I also like that it's more not... game-like experiences rather than tech demos. It's exactly. It's not a huge departure. Mm. It's literally like, you know this controller, just put the headset on, you're like, okay, I can do this. This is just me wearing a, some headwear. Yeah. Whereas this sounds like a complete, hey, do you want to come around and play the vibe? Give me an hour. It's yeah, yeah. Well, yeah I think you have, you have to either have it out all the time in like a room dedicated for Pez your palace, vibe. Yeah. Or just, it'll never get used. You'll use it once yeah. when and you it, get it on Christmas Day. And then... <laughs> yeah. It's more than the other two as well, isn't it? It's 800 bucks. Yeah. yeah. And what's the, I can't remember how much the other ones are now. The Oculus been... is what, five or six, five hundred dollars? Yeah, it's, it's what, two or three hundred dollars. PlayStation between. VR worked out, what, 400 pounds ish? Yeah. Around about. So... Well, I guess it's, it's more technology mm. and but more it, technology. It is amazing. It is really yeah, cool. Yeah. The, yeah, it is. It is you... I've got to play it and play it in. Yeah, yeah. We're going to put you in a scary game, aren't we? You're playing a scary. That's my first <laughs> example of it. Is Here's a scary game, Miller. But it is a bit like people. We had a video game the community club night, and people came and they had to, they got a little go. Mm, everyone seemed vibe. to like and it. Yeah, yeah, like one girl was like, "Oh my god, I've got to buy one." Like, <laughs> <laughs> Where's the kickback, boys? Yeah, exactly. What? But you're a fan of it, Burns, aren't you? Like it all mostly. Yeah, I was. It made me love video games again. Wow, there you that's go. gonna go on the box. Wow, maybe that's a bit much. Pez obviously sustains my love. <laughs> for His heart it. grew three sizes. Exactly to, to to extra small. But wasn't it like guns that convinced you to love video games? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The hot dogs, horseshoes, and hand grenades. Is the one to one stuff is is incredible. Mm. I, I did that gif where you can manually eject the cartridge, the bullet out of uh, a pistol, and then catch it with the hand you use yeah. to pull the slide back. And you know, that sounds like real serial killer talk, and it probably is. But at the same time, to have... When I saw those five controllers for the first time, I was pissing myself. I'm like, what is this? Is Atari making this? Ha, ha, ha. And then, like most things these days, I'm like, oh, no, I'm wrong about that. Classic. <laughs> but, yeah, the, the, the key to it is the, uh, the depth perception. So an Out of Ammo, which is by Dean Hall and Rocketworks, his new thing, you can get in these towers. It's a tower defense game. You get in the towers to shoot people who are coming into your base. And if you turn around, the depth perception is incredible. So you start, even though you are, your brain at some point is like, Steam, you're on solid ground here. You start to get a bit wobbly. You're like, shit, what if I go over here? And you're like, not going to go. That's but amazing. You have that dissonance between what your, what your brain know, what you know, and what every, almost every yeah. sense is being mm. told. Like, fuck, don't walk that way. Yeah, yeah. And I that's could... why the mountain works so well. People are like, shit, 
people like on their hands and knees looking over the side of the mm. mountain. Can you fall off the mountain? No, uh, no. but you can, but that's that you can crouch down. Like you can, uh, there oh, are some tag demos when there's like there's stuff under a table, so you can crouch down so you the can see cuts, under the table. Can, that yeah. is amazing. And uh, there's a, a NASA demo which I love, which is uh, Apollo 11. It's not actually by NASA, but you know. Uh, Jim scared the shower of himself by you do the lo- uh, the lunar lander section, and so you have to you know, <laughs> land the lunar lander. And yeah. Jim turned around because you can see on the on the output screen what they're seeing, obviously in two D. Jim turns around and there's fucking Neil Armstrong standing there, and he goes, Ooh! Like, and "When when I put, it, I was like, Jim, come on!" But when you put it on, you're like, yeah. shit, like that is it's not. It looks exactly like him, but. It's more how, again, the 3D space works. It looks like there's a man sitting next to you. When you're looking out of the window, trying to land the thing, and when you come in too quickly, you get that feeling of, I'm going to fucking smash this thing. <laughs> you're like, oh, shit, and your brain starts going, no, we're going too fast. We're going much too fast. <laughs> uh, and, yeah, but the feeling of falling is incredible. There's, a, there's one in that lunar lander, one where you are going, just before it takes off, uh, the whole rocket takes off from Earth, you are the camera basically so you're at the top of the rocket looking down onto the cape and then you start moving as the camera would and like panning around it yeah. and you start going i'm falling and your brain's like you're falling you're dead that's it and then suddenly everything just kind of stops you know like, no, i'm not falling i'm flying shit <laughs> Is the, where's the superman game mm-hmm. Well, that's coming surely yeah well i remember because you were talking about it Tom, the other day the whale i've only seen that yeah. like in video form, I haven't played it, but that would scare the yeah. oh, yeah, crap yeah, yeah. out of me. As they need video. an alien game, that, alien isolation. Yeah, definitely. Oh Dead. fuck me, I'll die. Yeah. <laughs> the um, the whale experience, like you watch it as a video, and it looks so dull, and like I can't. I I yeah. saw a few people saying it scared them, and I thought just get over it. It's not scary <laughs> at all. <laughs> over it, and then you play it, and suddenly it. suddenly it's it, you're so immersed in it, and there's this massive thing there. And there's a bit where at the end it swims off and its tail goes up and then swings straight down in front of you. And there is a moment you think, shit, that is going to s- just destroy it's me. It's crazy. But there's a, there's a game, like Burns was saying, the sense of like like movement and stuff, even though you're stood still. Like there's a game called, I think it's like a demo or tech demo called The Cubicle. And it's just, is it what we're playing? Well, maybe, but I'm not sure. I thought it was a scary game. It's not really scary, so okay. I changed it. Um, it's, <laughs> it's so you're in a, a work like your office work cubicle and you've got to put these folders in the right colored uh cabinets essentially and then all this odd thing odd things start happening and the floor you start going down and it speeds up and stuff and even though you're stood still you get a definite sense that you're falling down on this like it's elevator it's kind of like if you're i'm going to describe something that probably no one else has ever experienced and it's going to sound weird but if you're on a train and you pull up next to another train Oh, and, and the you're other train. Out the window, yeah. And the other train moves, oh, but you're no, still. I know that, yeah. And it feels like you're moving, yeah. even though you're not. And, yeah. then, and then your head goes. And it's a bit weird. <laughs> <laughs> it's like that, but you get so into it that you like never get wash. you never get broken out of it until you take it off. And it works really well. But then, one of the problems is I played this other game. It's one of the m- m- only like gamey type games, more than just a tech demo. Come, it's called the Gallery Star Seed or something like that, and it's like an adventure. And you move around a fairly big area. It's it's much more than just let's show off the tech. It's an actual game, a bit like Mist, but modern. Um, and the movement, I think, is the problem because it uses the teleport system where you look where you want to go and then press a button and it teleports you there, essentially. And it feels like you've got all this cool stuff on. It's all immersive, but then you're just you're not moving. Yeah. And there's some videos online about this guy that is apparently solve this by doing this walking on the spot thing <laughs> oh those weird things and yeah. so you can get around three th- environments by pretending to walk essentially which may make this kind of stuff better Treadmill but at up. the moment you've got this really cool if you're still you can do all this you feel like you're there but as soon as you have to move you're like i'm in a game again yeah because you're just teleporting around and you have to fiddle around with the right orientation to where you want to go like you want to teleport to a door but you end up teleporting to the side of the door and you have to fiddle around to get to the right bit. It doesn't quite work. Um, whereas I think stuff like some of the games where you are still inside something, so rigs on PlayStation VR looks like a good example where you're inside a mech, you are still, but the mech is moving. Mm. So you're the controls, it makes sense that you can't move around because you are moving something else yeah, that yeah. for you. And like if you're in a car looking around and the car is moving, but you're still inside the car. That kind of thing should work better. Um, but if they can get the whole movement stuff sorted beyond moving a few feet around where you are, 
I think it could be really cool, but at the moment it doesn't quite work when it's trying to do more than sort of small areas. Are there any racing games that we've played? Surely that must be terrifying in VR. There, is, there are some, but I don't think we've played any. I don't think we've played any, no. All right. Well, I mean, I love VR that I've played. This sounds incredible as well. Mm. You're going to love the so. shit out of this. Not if the first thing I play it is a horror game. It made me like not. video games again. Maybe we Honestly, I was running around like a child. <laughs> we, we I wrote something <laughs> that used the word immersive and it wasn't a piss take. <laughs> <laughs> I'm back. Baby. Have you seen the footage of Dave? We've put Dave, David yeah, Scammell in VR. Patreon, yeah. If you want to become a Patreon member, video gamer. No, patreon.com for slash video gamer. It's Dave playing with a dog. A Lovely. robot dog. It's robot so dog, it's yeah. the most adorable yeah. thing. It's quite good. Uh, what is not the most adorable thing is Dark Souls 3. You've both been playing it, Steve and Alice, correct? Yeah, loads. Yeah, I'm uh, still Alice more so I hear Alice room. shouting from the, the games room. <laughs> so that just sums up to me how crap that... Well, crap, but how classic that game is. I, do you know what? I, st- I was started off being quite creative and shouting stuff like, fuck you, you cheap piece of shit. Nice, yeah, damn stuff. right. But now I've just, I've just, I'm so exhausted. And oh, I've worn you down. So like the last boss I fought, I was just like, fuck you, you fucking giant. <laughs> <laughs> Are you enjoying it though? No. No, no you're not. It, yes. Why not? Because it's just, well. Cheap. Because broken. I, because obviously, yeah, yeah. So I'm right. Like I said to Burns earlier, I was like, you know what? Shit burns. Because you don't leave footprints when you run across snow. <laughs> Make facts. That's why all FPS is a crap that you can't see your feet. Yeah. Rubbish. Um, but like, because I'm writing guides for it and stuff, I've started realizing, like I, uh, I described, like this is the boss, this is the stuff he does. And I've realized like at least three, possibly four of the bosses, I've written basically the same description because they do the same sort of thing. Yes. So here's this guy. He will spawn copies of himself that have the same <laughs> movesets. Like, and it's it's just like there's a lot of it doesn't make sense as well. Like you'll open That's up That's because you're not you don't really understand it. Get good. Well no, like <laughs> you'll you'll open up shortcuts to places that you've already found bonfires for and because you can teleport to bonfires, there's no need for the shortcut to exist. That sounds weird. So it's sounds a bit I guess broken. it's designed for people that all like will like running through and doing yeah, like kind yeah. of saying it, which I guess like I don't know. It just it just doesn't seem as you just haven't read the note that explains why that exists. <laughs> How would you say it compared to Bloodborne? Because Blood- Blood- well, all I'm hearing now is that Bloodborne is the best, but Dark Souls three, blah 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 blah. Well, I didn't. I eventually like started hating Bloodborne as well because yeah. I was like, "There's no joy in this anymore. I just have to grind until I do this boss, and mm-hmm. then I just know I'll do that again." Um, but Bloodborne at least felt a bit. It felt a bit richer. Yeah, I don't know, but I mean, Dark Souls Three. I'm just like, it's, I just, I just, there's nothing about it that interests me really. It's Dark Souls Three, isn't it? That's the thing. That's the issue for a lot of people. Was that too similar? Yeah. Whereas Bloodborne had this cool gothic yeah. thing going on, and you know, you weren't really sure what you were going to see or who you were going to find. Whereas Dark Souls Three, there's obviously an expectation as the second sequel pulls from two other games as well. But you, so you have started doing a bit of multiplayer now right because all the servers yeah, are well how's good. that what well is the good. multiplayer so you fuck people up yeah you just gank on other or people PBP. yeah well how does that work you can do co-op yeah but like i'm most you can play the game co-op yeah mm. do the enemies well, the enemy yeah. scale kind of you can you can't summon someone if i'm uh, correct here and who fucking knows in this game. <laughs> uh, if you haven't already defeated the area boss, I think. So, so it's repeating you, bits yeah. with people. Yeah, I think it's rubbish, um, basically. No one wants to do that. But the PvP stuff, <laughs> you um yeah, you have to you have to summon I have to get like stuff to use to invade other people's worlds. <laughs> games. And you uh, can you can you get different like you join different teams basically. Wait. And then you get summoned into different Yeah, yeah. you invade people's worlds. Yeah. Like Animal Crossing. That's what you do in Animal Crossing. Like, you get a train and you go to someone's world and you check it out. But you got a big sword and now you're going to yeah. fuck him up. Uh, Tom, look, isn't it? He's got a big sword. Yeah. Sword Financial of, sword. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> sword of commerce. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> hanging over you. But, I mean, does that add anything to it? Is that new? I don't want a big dog. No, but it's, no, no. it's really good. It adds something to the game, which I, don't, like, I never really do or did PvP. But now I bloody had to for work. Yeah. And because uh, usually I just think these people must be real geeks, like proper Bloodborne geeks or Dark Souls geeks, and they're going to know all the fucking stats and what poison dexterity do <laughs> and all that shit. I'm going to get ganked by their team. Ganked. And these are all things that I had to work out for myself. But after what, it starts to change the way you feel about the environments because you start, it's, I don't know, it's less just about the fighting and more about intimidation. So when you invade, you're this, you know, you look like. Gary Oldman at the start of fucking Dracula. Yeah. You've got a big red thing. And if, you've got, if you're a knight's <laughs> armor, you look pretty cool. You've got a yeah. big sword. And 
you won't spawn on top of the player generally they've you find you have to find them and so you're going to find the choke point as they're running through their game to the next boss area. This can just pop up from nowhere. Yeah. Run along. But oh, you, there's Gary Oldman. You, don't, you can have it in offline mode, essentially. Right, okay, so you, do. you don't need to be invaded. And so you'll find the choke point, which, given the architecture of the world, is usually on top of a, a fucking, you know, a wall or a building <laughs> or a church. And then, you know, yeah, and you have these really intense battles where it's like sword and shield fighting. And invariably someone, you know, falls off the side of the cathedral when they hit roll. <laughs> but it is really good. It changes. <laughs> roll is so true. <laughs> it changes the way you think about, about the world. Because if you're the invader, then enemies don't attack you. So you get this weird oh, thing, you know, like in a, in a game just full of violence where you're walking around like, all right. Yeah, I'm one of you. Yeah, I'm one of the, one of the guys now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I read a really good story from Reddit. I don't know if you saw it. It was amazing because you bet like you can invade someone's world, and so this guy invaded a world as like a, a, a malevolent purple spirit, and then the mm. guy who was invading <laughs> the sun bro, who who was like a, a golden guy, just didn't attack him. Just like waved, was like hello. <laughs> <laughs> so the guy decided not to attack him. And so they went through, like, the level together, even though he was supposed to be killing this guy, and, like, they amassed those souls together, like, attacking enemies and, and helping out. And then, like, right? and then, like, other guys in the who were supposed to be helping the invader out, like, turned up, and he was like, no, and, like, fought them off and stuff. Because <laughs> he was, like... Is this right, Lilo and Stitch? <laughs> and then um, another sun bro, like, a golden guy who was on the first... Like, the invaded guy's team turned up, saw the evil spirit didn't know that they'd formed an alliance and started attacking. <laughs> so he was like running away and the original guy who'd waved was like, no, and trying to like signal to not attack him. And so like... This is nuts. I know. And so the, the invader was like, shit, and, and eventually turned and was like going to attack the guy. Um, but then he just saw it at the corner of his eye, like his friend was like, shit, and like ran and like jumped off a cliff so that he would die. And like his friend would be sent back to his world with all the souls and stuff. It's like gone a too weird, far. like go. David Fincher-esque. Kind of like. <laughs> what? what the flip is that? I told you it was a good game, didn't I? Told you. I don't, I don't even know where to begin <laughs> with. Rich Stanton fucking loves the multiplayer. He's, ho- he's hosting like yeah. fight clubs. But Rich <laughs> Stanton <laughs> often, like we often have joke tweets back and forth about my, my opinion <laughs> of the Souls games. I always throw Gears of War references at him saying, yeah, it's not as good as General Ram though, is it? <laughs> Well, there it is. I mean, we are going to play Dark Souls 3 tomorrow, aren't we, once Bloodborne's done. Apparently. Everyone thinks the Bloodborne stream's done. It's not. We just have to have a week off. We'll be back on Thursday, 3 yeah, p.m. Yeah, we're going to finish it this week. Well, is it this week? Well, the, the ideal is we finish it this week. Yeah. We won't, but ideal. And then next week we'll have a week off. Yeah. Because Tom and I are both and away. Then and then Souls. Dark Souls 3. But that's what we'll do. We'll have a week off in between whenever we do finish it. And then Where are you going? Next week? <clears throat> yeah. Sleeping. It's my sleeping week. Next week, mm, those ones are not good. Going Although I may have to, actually went, I may have to go to flipping Milan. We're not talking about that. <laughs> uh, one last game that we shall talk about before we answer your questions is I love the concept. What Alice Bell is doing? <laughs> she's playing Dragon Age Inquisition and she's crowdsourcing all her decisions, which I think is mm. absolute through Twitter, right? Yeah, it's amazing. It at Baby Got Bell, yeah, yeah. So you can go. What do you do? You literally get to a point and yeah. You go, so I, well, because Dragon Age Inquisition is my happy place, and I was feeling so sad this weekend because oh, I'm, I'm sick. Sorry. And I was having to play Dark Souls. Yes, the crap. Yeah, so I was like, shit. So I decided, so I was like, right, I'm going to start a new Inquisition playthrough, build yeah. the character. And then I was like, oh, maybe I should ask everyone again. <laughs> so I've just been doing, I've done a couple of polls already on Twitter where yeah. it's just like, okay, so I've got to make this decision. So, so first of all, it was, should I side with the mages or the Templars? Which predictably. Really great idea, I love it. Yeah, so predictably the mages won that one. Uh, but it was so close and I hadn't done the Templars playthrough. So I was like, well, it's my character. So I overruled <laughs> that one. But um, they, uh, they decided that I'm going to romance the Iron Bull. So we're going to get that Get that lovely cut scene, yeah. Um, uh, and then the next decision I think we've got to make is going to be... Oh, I don't know. I might do a personality one there. Like, should I play it as a dick? Nice. Or like, you know, so yeah, get involved. It's going pretty well. Do you like put little videos or pictures up anywhere? I'm going to start like, doing that because yeah. there's been a level of interest. Oh, so I think it's I'm good. Gonna, yeah, it's I think good. it's a really it's good fun. idea. So you guys, Dragon, Dra- Dragon Bell, I was about to call you. <laughs> I'll Alice take Bell's it. Dragon Age Inquisition crowdsourced yeah, playthrough. Yeah, involved. It's great. I mean, that is just, maybe we should put this up on video game. I don't know. Like, we used the title to, yeah, just, yeah. just rolls off the tongue. <laughs> You can get all your decisions before, then play. My crowdsource quizzy, yeah. She's, yeah, yeah. she's a canary rogue, which is I, I had to be like, yeah, I know, shut up, because the canary are the big hench like yeah, yeah. traps and lats, massive Damn ones right. with horns, yeah, and they're not really natural rogues, but <laughs> it's like fucking whatever works, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I like that. Does anyone else want to talk about other games? Football or we game out. Yeah, 
Football Manager. Still loving it. <laughs> do you know I'm doing a video series about Football I know manager. you're doing It's called Let's Play Football Manager 2016, My Life as a Football Manager. Yeah. <laughs> Is that actually what it's called? Something like that. I heard you lost to Fulham. I, I, I think, did I lose or draw? I can't remember. No, um, but I'll give you a little sneak preview of this week's <laughs> Friday's episode if you're a patron or Monday's if you're not. Uh, things don't go very well. No. 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 Uh, they don't no, really the... go that well in your entire football manager career, Tom, do they? Where no. are you in you've the league? You've been sacked from everywhere you've been. No. <laughs> Where are you in the league? I Well, the start... Oh, wait, there's, a, there's an <laughs> well, asterisk. I don't want to spoil too much. Okay, fair enough. At the start of the forthcoming episode, I'm second. Oh, okay, well, that's good. But that's after three games. Still, second is second. Um, I, I'm not quite second at the end of this week. Right, 23rd. It's, like, it's really funny whenever this like whenever one of them is due to go live in the office because Tom shows a level of concern for his football <laughs> manager videos that like I've not seen him show <laughs> any other I'm video posted on the channel. But yeah, but you never like like whenever Miller posts like a, a Miller report, you're never like Miller. Are we sure that's not going to like affect the views or you know like? <laughs> it's true. Well, there is got a production deal now. Yeah. There is. This, I, I am slightly convinced there is some issue with the view. <laughs> if you do want to watch that it's just patreon.com forward slash video gamer you get that on friday and if you go to video gamer tv it pops up on a monday isn't that right Tom? yeah and if you want to give me feedback you follow at vg tomo at vg tomo you can tell him everything that he needs to know about his football manager game other stuff as we're plugging you can get us on twitter at videogamer.com facebook videogamer.com give us those likes facebook come on push that facebook wagon videogamer.com is a website you can go to YouTube's Video Gamer TV, and obviously we just launched the Miller Report YouTube channel. Very exciting. Now, at the moment, it doesn't have a customer URL because of stupid YouTube laws. There's something like UX9772223, but if you just go on any of our Twitters or the Video Gamer Twitter or the Miller Report Twitter, go to the Miller Report Twitter, at the Miller Report, follow him, that guy, it's not me, and I think in the bio you can click it and that will take you through. In 30 days' time, we can have a custom URL. Although I, I did look at it, there's someone who's already called them in a report. Shit, is there really? <laughs> yeah, but they're really shit, and like I don't know what they do. I can get rid of them. Like I a guess. few, yeah. That's fine. I'll just call it like lats. <laughs> I don't know. I think it's something. Is that? I didn't. Oh damn it! Is that the Australian guy? There's yeah, an Australian maybe, guy out there does shit videos. He did like the very very small amount of videos, okay. probably from like 2002. It's like the guy called like. Tom Ory that makes YouTube videos. Is that real? Yeah. Or is it about you? No, there is a guy. What's he he's like? like? He's like alter, he's like. <laughs> Most stereotypical YouTuber in the world. You think, could think of someone more... Well, like Millbob. What up, YouTube? It's your boy, Tom Murray. He's like a vlogger Shit. or something. I wouldn't like that to hear your name coming out of that. That would freak me out because mm. it'd just be so like, what's going on here? Yeah. It's Tom Murray here playing Minecraft. <laughs> you should do a football manager like that. <laughs> oh, it's good. Well, who knows? <laughs> right, try Maybe. it. Get Millbob on your next football people manager. Want, people want guests. So they really yeah. get Millbob fucking how bad that would be. And don't forget that this week's episode of the Video Game UK podcast is sponsored by Trey Bro. We can go play with all your friends or find new friends, matchmaking, all that kind of wonderful stuff. Questions. Everyone ready? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. We've only got a few. Collie at Lee Collie Boy or something like that. This is very, very, like, it's a big deal for old Lee here. Mm-hmm. We can't steer him wrong. I'm getting married on Friday. Oh, mm-hmm. What do you think follows? Um, What's the best co-op games for couples <laughs> so we can have something to do in the evenings? I can't think of any co-op games. Uh, it's a bit old now, but Portal 2 has got really that, good yeah, little co-op. That is a good co-op. The problem, problem, with, problem with Portal 2 is you need... Both people have to be a similar level. Of skill? That's all, that's all I'm going to say about that. Do you mean like of natural skill, or is there... You because mean there's like, a lot of like pointing and a- right, action, yeah. speed aiming and stuff, isn't there? In the co-op Pez, version. Man. Play Pez. Pez? I, I played through it. It was, it was good. It's I'm like, not saying it's not good. You play, play fucking Narc. Yeah, What's the, the old shooting game from Midway. I don't remember. <laughs> yeah, winners don't use drugs, motherfucker. Is that actually what it says? Is that a quote with the motherfucker in it? At the start, well, no, because it's a government issued one. All oh, right, it's not like cool Obama. Well, I can imagine like Midway doing. I can imagine Midway having a game called "Don't Use Drugs, Motherfucker." To be honest, yeah. that was their kind of remit. Yeah, not anymore. They're dead. No. Like, Gears of War. That's cool. <laughs> Most most uh, Nintendo games as well, like Mario. Oh, you play Mario 3D World, and we, yeah, yeah, that'd be yeah. awesome. You love yeah, that. Or you can race in Mario Kart 8. That's yeah. kind of co-op, isn't it? <clears> Heavy Rain's but... quite good to play together. What true. are you talking until... about? Well, you yeah, can like, make true. the decision yeah, together yeah, and yeah. stuff. Play like... Until Dawn together. That's good, That's too. That's a cracker. The problem with yeah. Until Dawn is good, but I think lots of the <laughs> stuff you do 
it happens too quickly to have like input. No. A lot of it is like the, you're doing it so quick. Yeah, but they're married now. They've got the same brain. Mm. The well, they tell- should. They've got to learn to think together. The Telltale games are good for that as well. Mm. It's quick. Yeah, but yeah. if you want to kind of team up and have someone in control of the pad who has like overriding power, yeah. Yeah, the other person's yeah. throwing stuff in there, they do work well yeah. as well. No, I'm going into the zombie pit. See ya. Yeah, deal with it. So that's anything else in the games? There must be like, kind of any co-op games. There must be loads. What about yeah. same screen co-op? Halo? That's got, no, they got rid of it, didn't they? Gears 4's got the same screen. <laughs> Can't believe they got rid of that halo rubbish tom nine out of ten i didn't talk about gears 4 on this podcast have i because i haven't been no. on no well it's really good i mean i don't think we need to we go into video game of tv there's a load of videos it's really it's gears i mean it literally is gears with new weapons and maps and no graphics well it just, i don't everyone's going nuts about the graphics now which is fine that's yeah, what it's people a beta. do but i mean i would argue this is probably in terms of the finish alpha i'd imagine like it looks mm. really it's got shadows like, you mustn't be able to look at that and go okay it's not finished. gears is known for its shadows it will look Fact. amazing I would bet money, bet money that it is one of the best looking games of this year. Shit, all Gears right. of War 4. What else is coming out? No, yeah, definitely. Why is it not Stand called Gears of 4? I don't know. Because I'm <laughs> more intrigued about no sense, the single player stuff. It's called Gears of War. It should be called Gears of War, but they replace every A in it with a 4. <laughs> every one. 100%. I think the single player is going to be really good. I think they're yeah, going to be interesting. Yeah, horror game, Resident Evil game. But in the future. Because I saw it at E3. Did, what? Is, it looked like yeah. a horror game that they showed off, didn't it? Yeah. It's all dark. I don't know if they'll do that, but I think it will be good. I think I'm going to be right. Alex Lard, Alex Lard, 1987. So he's what, 28? Is that right? 1987. Yeah. 28, 29. 29, 29. Well, look at that. There you go. If you could, it's what, 1987? I feel like it should be younger. Unless that's I'm not old. his birthday. It's, it's got to be. It could be the year Robocop came out, which it is. <laughs> true. If you could interview anyone in gaming, anyone, who would it be? I've, I've interviewed them all. They're all rubbish. Oh. I interviewed Kojima. He's just a man. It really fucks me off. What are you like, hoping to be a robot? Yeah, exactly. Like the <laughs> robot from Moonwalker. Yeah. I don't think there's anyone in gaming that... I mean, it would have been Cliff Pazinski as Miller, but fuck you, world. We did that. <laughs> <laughs> and that goes live on Tuesday on Miller Report's new YouTube channel. So who else is in games? That's good. See, I wouldn't mind meeting me and Moho and going, good games, mate, but I'm not that fussed. Yeah. I don't feel like... What's he going to say? Yeah, like, yeah, He's right. boring. Yeah, we're, I just, reckon. we're just going to be like I'd rather meet Paul Heyman yeah exactly yeah, like that. or that's Robert cool. Evans yeah it's more interesting to me Alice who's anyone in games I don't know it's weird because game like not there aren't that many like auteurs you'd rather meet like to. Mario or something wouldn't you like someone in yeah, the game yeah but idiots get so excited <laughs> they get photos with all these people and you're like Kojima you're just a man it annoys me he's not often float in with a fucking fire sword or whatever who was that Japanese guy <laughs> I had to interview E3 who everyone was getting pictures with I showed you it at the time and at the end the representative that he was with went would you like a picture and I was like <laughs> I, I couldn't say that, so I had to have my picture taken with this guy. Yeah, that would have been incredible. I think it was Camille. But was it Camille? I think so. Camille would have loved that, it. You should have said, listen, Camille, I know you speak good enough English. Just get fucked, motherfucker. <laughs> and he would, he would literally fist bump you. Well, yeah. and that'd I, have been I don't want to say, I don't, it may not be him. I, may, you know, I don't want to slander the man. But I, I remember that. I was like, I don't want a picture with this dude. Classic, but never, Jimmy, Jimmy White. He's, well, I guess technically that is yeah. true. Yeah, I knew you were going to say he hasn't been in the game. But he has. I mean, it does say yeah. in gaming, so he was in a game, yeah. technically. Yeah, well, go. with Snooker, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But in terms of developers, I'd, say, I'd like to meet any developer as the Miller Report. There you go. Let's do a shout out through the yeah. waves of the podcast. If you are a developer or someone of note, I don't know who listens to this, we would like to come and interview you in a stupid way. Get in touch. At Simon Miller 316 <laughs> at videogame.com, <laughs> or at the Miller Report. I've got one, Miller. fine. Just quickly, I'd like to interview Mikami to ask him about the claims made against him in an officially published Capcom book uh, about various things that happened during the production of Resident Evil, which we won't say here, just in case, you know. Yep. Uh, well, in that sense, if you're looking at it that way, low, if I could have, you know, carte blanche on my questions, oh my God, all of them. Yeah. How good would that be? Phil Spencer. Can you imagine? Uh, Peter Moore. But Phil, Spencer, Space 4. Phil Spencer, when he fucking body checked you on the way into the men's toilets. <laughs> That's a true story. Gamescom 2013 exactly. or 14. 13. Should have walked, really? walked into me. I kind of did the whole put your arms back and look shocked and just walked on. I was like, you fucking don't know. Phil Spencer should have decked him <laughs> straight away. I was a bit odd. He went into a public. I sound amazed that Phil Spencer at a gaming convention <laughs> went into a public toilet. I think it mocked. done that thing from True Lies. Where he fucking grabs <laughs> yeah. the guy's head and put in the urinal and says, like, cool off or whatever. Well, yeah, I reckon you do that. It. I don't like, even if I was at E3 or something, I, I reckon if I walked past Phil Spencer, I wouldn't go, 
Phil Spencer. Like I wouldn't, I wouldn't no, turn my head. No, because he bumped you know. into me, and I was like, "You motherfucker!" Fuck check you on, mate. Check <laughs> you. Did, did check me, and I was like, "Well, fat then too." Well, not fat, like powerlifting. Cultivating mass. Cultivating. <laughs> yeah, I was. I genuinely was. I show you the pic. It's funny. Uh, Ross McMahon at McMahon Man. I mean, this is crazy, right? Now that you have had, t- I like he's done. I'm going to read it how he wrote it as well. Now that you have had, ha- start again. Now that you have had hands-on time with VR. The tech is amazing, <laughs> but is it the future of gaming? Yes or no? This is a big space in the middle of the question. Is it the future of gaming? We, we, we Some know. of it is. Yeah. Not as it stands now, though. What is, what is the future then? Where does that... You need, you need to have that sort of thing much smaller. I think, to begin with, AR stuff. So yeah. Yeah, I want to yeah, set yeah, a yeah. fucking Oliver Peoples horn rim glasses, stylish glasses, that's got like my fucking potassium levels in it. You know, or how long I can go walking before <laughs> after that I can then eat a big tasty guilt free. Yeah. Like stats, like a heads up display. Not fucking. That's not really gaming, is it? That's that more your life. That's an ARG of my life. That was I like, like Google Glasses. You know, like, yeah, but better. You better know, than that shit. You know shit. That, that lad in, in Heavy Rain and he's got mm. them glasses and, and he makes his own. Yeah, 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 yeah. And he VR uses it so much. Burns and he goes wants that. That's how he wants to go out. Yeah, I'd take that. Yeah. But I would say VR is more the future of entertainment because my favorite thing or most exciting thing about it is sports. Like, go be oh. front row at a sports thing and the just like WrestleMania, whatever. Quite, boxing, yeah. yeah, that's what I think is the best. You've got a camera there, and people just access the camera however it works via the internet. And you can just be there and watch it and pay a premium or whatever. I think that would be. The screens have to get a lot better. They're yeah. not good enough. Is the, is not, it, the screen well, Oculus Rift good? That was really good, wasn't it? The Vive's be- the best, but it's the screen door. When you put the Vive on, it does. When you first put it on, it's like putting on someone else's glasses for a second because you kind of go, ooh, it's a little bit like. But, all right. Okay. So not the future of games. I mean, it wasn't very overwhelmingly Maybe, positive. No, not, not like the near future, I wouldn't say. Yeah, But, but it's I think still great. there's something there. It's not like yeah. motion control, which I was a bit like, it's okay, but I think there's something in this. But there's, still, there's so much faff with it. Like once it's just like a headset that you can just put on and you yeah. don't have to have three inputs into a little box and then three inputs into the yeah, computer and all that kind of shit. Then, mm, but at the moment, it's mad. just not practical for most people. It's getting there though. It's going yeah. the right way. No one hates it. I don't, anyone that has worn one of them and gone, don't like it. Maybe get nauseous. But that's a different yeah, thing. Idiots. Bill at Slayerming1. Sometimes you've got to read these things. Uh, what do you want from software to do next? Close down. <laughs> no, I'm joking. I'm just joking. It's a joke. What do they do next? They cannot do another Dark Souls game. Yeah, surely. I want to do something completely different. They've got to, surely. It be Bloodborne 2, wouldn't it? Will they do that? It would, yeah, they but will. That's just Dark Souls 5, essentially. Yeah, like, not, all the people uh, want that stuff, don't they? So you think Bloodborne 2 is next? Yeah. I don't think they can get away with doing Bloodborne like, Just got my tickets to the FA Cup semi-final, didn't I? Sorry, that's of no who's use that? to anyone but me. Me? No, no, who's in the match? Manchester United versus Everton. Oh, I see. Of course. Yeah. Why do you care about the FA Cup Shut semi-final? up, Thomas. Because they're not going to win anything How dare you? I just like, I'm excited about stuff now. VR's got me excited. <laughs> oh Wembley, right? Yeah. Lovely. I don't think it should be at Wembley for the semi-finals. Don't buy the fish and chips. Eight quid. What uh, the fuck? I, I went there to watch the NFL once. Twice, actually. And I went to buy a round, and I was like, hey, can I get four beers, please, for the team? And they were like, yeah, there'll be 22 quid. And I literally went, what the fuck did you just say to me? <laughs> Spat at him. And then I paid 22 quid. Of course you did. What else are you going to do? That's the whole bit. It went in the middle of nowhere, Wembley. I'm going to go outside and go buy some beer. Look, in maybe five years, you'll be able to put your VR headset on and just watch it from the comfort of your own room. And your beers will be free. That's what I'm excited in the about. Fridge. I want to see Federer. Oh, but he'd be dead by then but you know you know what I'm saying <laughs> so from software Bloodborne 2 from Tom I guess Bloodborne 2 from you as well Burns you love that uh, but I don't want it to be just straight up Bloodborne 2 or Bloodborne yeah. I want it to be <laughs> the, the, the reason why Bloodborne why the original Dark Souls works so well from Demon Souls and Bloodborne from Dark Souls is it's you know it's a spiritual sequel so it takes what you love about it and then goes okay it's a brand new environment yeah. and so there's, there's less, of the, less of the second guessing there's less of the you know, reminiscing about, oh, this reminds me of X, Y, and Z, blah, blah, blah. So I wanted to take it and put it in another time period. Not fucking space lasers, that shite. Yep, Listen to me, lasers. Miyazaki. Right. Listen, I'll shoot you, okay? <laughs> um, but yeah, World War Two. Are we good? The First World War... Dark Souls in the First World War. That would be pretty oh, good, First there World you go. War. It would be out? terrible. Is that what you want as well, Alice? That's I don't, I don't want any more of these games, yeah, man, because I, have to, because I have to play them, you see. Guys. Uh, Tom, I guess you can answer this one as, as time is, is racing against us. Matt Turner, Tom Ori has just come on stage at E3. 
I like to think you've just ran on stage <laughs> and announced the release of a video game a handheld. That's going to sell well. Mm. What's its gimmick and what's its price? <laughs> Don't worry about what text got into it. What's like the watch, the watch that tells you when you're going to die. How does it work? Just pop it on your wrist. <laughs> what is this gimmick and price? There'd be like, surely there'd be like a Miller wrestling mini game on it where you like wrestle game devs. I would enjoy that. Yeah. I don't know if anybody else would, but I'd have a great time yeah, with I'd, it. It'd just be, it'd be very expensive. <laughs> a grand? At least. Right, a thousand as much money And what does it can. do? What's his gimmick? Not much. Not like, like okay. It, oh, is this an Apple Watch? It promises a lot of stuff and then kind of delivers some of it. I shouldn't have said that. All right. I've got a good one. It's a handheld, which plays, it has pairs built in like Alex Kidd on Master System 2. And... <laughs> The only other game available for it is uh, an absolute cons- like home console perfect version of FIFA, and it's free, so it's delivered to everyone who's got this. How are you going to make money off this? Well, it's not really about money, because okay. I'll be in jail. Right. Well, well, that's true, yeah, that's a very good point, yeah. So when you, but when you load <laughs> FIFA, the unit fucking explodes in your hands and kills you instantly. Right, so that's a murder four. weapon. Oh my goodness! Exactly, yeah. and think how many people, you t- think how many YouTubers you take out. Think how many like, Honestly, young teens you should go down. Oh yeah, and like shit. <laughs> West content, like Terminator <laughs> too. <laughs> so yeah, that, that's. Uh, I'm not really sure on the supply side how we'll do it, but I think it's possible. Okay, you got anything on this? I mean, I got nothing. No, no. but I should say that because my husband listens to this and he'll be cross. Oh, right. I did see Apple Watch. <laughs> the Apple Watch isn't that bad, and I'm wearing one right now. You are. It was a good zing though. Yeah, I enjoyed it. Uh, yeah, we, if we're going to diss any Apple products, it would be the pencil. £100 for a pencil. Never forget. Pencil 80p from Smith's. Or anywhere. The man. <laughs> Carl Stevens. I'm going to answer this one. And then we'll move on very quickly. Batman Arkham Next Gen Remaster. We've heard about it several times now. Real or total bollocks? And will you buy? I can tell you with 100% certainty it's real. <gasps> Did move you on. just break an NDA? No, I haven't signed nothing. People told me nice. this a long time like ago. That. Like that. Like that a lot. This, I, I, nice. knew, I knew about this. I told people... <laughs> you remember this? I know this. Yeah, I told people in this office that about a year ago. Oh, yeah, you did. Ago. Now, NDA, NDA video gamer listeners, just don't keep... We'll keep it quiet. No, we can tell you this stuff. But I didn't sign. No one's getting worried about it. Someone tipped exactly. me off. I'm getting exactly. mad about it. Last question. Peter, at Lord Landshark, like he's living in the 19th That's century. You find yourself in the year 2000. Pulp. How do you use your knowledge of the future to change the games industry for the better? Alex I... Ferguson gets on the test. <laughs> <laughs> so he's still I... going right now. <laughs> if I go back to 2000, I'm doing nothing with games. I'm going to go do something relevant and important. Attractive Don't worry videos. about the tra- yes. right. Actually, you go on YouTube and start making tracking yeah. videos. Oh my God, yeah. And playing FIFA. There you go. That's what we can do. Was uh, YouTube around in 2000? It probably wasn't, no, was it? 2005. No. 2000. Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. It definitely was. 2000, it was, YouTube was starting when I was at university. So yeah, it was, yeah, I was <laughs> early two thousands. I would take the handle PewDiePie. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I don't know what was, and also stop myself from doing an English degree. Be like, Why? Alice, it has no practical applications in real life. That's not, I did English degree. Look where I am now. Well, exactly. Yeah, what, like, true, are you yeah, honestly going to tell people that listen to this that English degree? Is I got it? my first job because of my English degree, though. So yeah, depends how you look at it. Yeah, me too. Yeah. I didn't get any jobs because of my English degree. Lie. I didn't go to work for a year after I left university. No, well, just sat around playing happens. Pez, didn't I? Well. Pez 6 just come out. I'm not going to work. You're joking. <laughs> <laughs> I'd stop motion control. That's what I'd do if I went back to year 2000. I'd somehow kill that pattern and never let it happen. PlayStation Move. And oh, yeah. uh, and Connect and Wii. I mean, it was all right for a while, but yeah. it, got, it got ruined. Okay. Well, that is the end of the Video Gamer UK podcast. I want to thank everyone who listened for listening. And remember, we were sponsored by Trey Bro this week. Go check them out. Go see if it's something you can get the most out of, and I'm sure it is. Go to videogamer.com, videogamer TV, and then all that kind of stuff. But you're the only person whose Twitter wasn't, you know, organically read out on the podcast. At the Steve Bernio. Yeah, it's at the Steve Bernio. I'm I'm happy now. It's my face turn because it's British summertime. <laughs> That's a Twitter face turn. You can go yeah. talk to him about that. So Big Tasty's on sale. You know, it's, it's, it's a very good time at the moment for no. me. Good. Good. I'll probably get hit by a car later on. But well, yeah. at least you went out on a high. That's the most important well, thing. You'd technically be on a low, wouldn't you? Oh, that's true. Depending if you went under or... No, let's not that's talk true. about that's that. True. Um, if you are listening to us on iTunes and you fancy giving us five stars and a review, why not? We go up the rankings and that means more people can come join the video game community, which would be just lovely. If you'd like more of this, Patreon members who pay $5 or more are going to get a little bit more. Simple as that. But thank you for listening. My name is Simon Miller and I was joined by Alice Bell. Hello. Stephen Burns. Bye. And Tom Mazzari. Bye. Bye. <laughs>